Let's do it. You boys ready? Clap, clap. <sighs> yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other three critters in my trash can. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce your stinky self, starting with the smelly Jared. Yo, uh, Armos checking in. Uh, I would definitely be uh, a raccoon, um, for sure. <laughs> definitely trash panda. <laughs> All the way. Love that. I love that. I'm Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, tiny little swarm keeper minotaur ranger. And I would be the little jumping spider of this trash can. I game. fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. And you're going to turn this around on me, you sick son of a bitch. Uh, next. And I'm Alec. I uh, play Drill of the Ashborn. Wait, what critter, what you critter are you? <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> Didn't think that far Probably just go with the possum, dude. Oh. You know what? I like him. You are playing dead. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like that. Are you excited for Arc 3, Drell? Drell, are you excited for Arc 3, man? You know, I've never been more excited for anything in my life. I don't know if you can really. Yeah. I can hear it. You're like screaming at me. You need to calm I down. I know. I know you guys can really sense my excitement. I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> but fellas, before we get into arc three, you know the deal. Before we get into the very quick recap, we got to get into the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by Jared. Take it away, bud. All right. Hey, I know that you guys haven't been checking out some of the social medias. Maybe you've checked out one or two, but let me tell you about this wonderful app. It's on Twitter. Make sure to go check us out over on Twitter and give us a follow. And there's going to be some uh, special content right when this drops. So make sure to go check it out. You're going to love it. Is that a guarantee? That is a guarantee in D&D Pod 404. Make sure to give us a follow. Perfect. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick recap of Arc 2. So let's talk about the last arc real quick. You three went to the city of Dilmore to find Duncan's friends. Once found, that led to some wild shenanigans. And the three and things went from bad to worse to holy crap, the city's on fire. You three also learned more about the blood shards and found out about the Red Dawn cult firsthand. After a heist, a crazy fight with the undead, the three of you fought the Blues Brothers and the city was saved. Sort of. The three of you decide to deliver a large bag of blood shards to Lord's Bad Divider that you stole, quested by the very guy you stole it from, Treyas Pews. Quick recap, right? Tell you what, if you want the full deeds of everything that happened in Arc 2, you can go ahead and listen to the very episode right before this one, labeled Minister's Journal, where you get the full details and breakdown of Arc 2, or better yet, you can just go ahead and listen to Arc 2. Bard, play that intro, let's get on with the show! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Boys ready? Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, you know, all the audible confirmation, the audible confirmation, you know what I'm saying? I want to roll some dice. You want to roll dice? Uh, roll me a d20 right now, Minus. <laughs> yes, please. That's a 14. <laughs> <laughs> you get attacked by 14 beholders. Okay. No. So, <laughs> welcome back, Bloodshard Bandits. <laughs> the three of you had quite the week. We are picking up on the road to Lord Baron's Divider. 
the three of you left the city of Dilmore heading eastward. From our last session, three days have passed, and the three of you are still along the main road heading eastward. Nothing too eventful happened. It's just been a, a lot of walking. There aren't any caravans heading to the way you're going because news about Dilmore bursting into flames kind of spread quicker than the fire did. So any transport that's that's you see on the main road, which is few and far between, is support and aid to the city of Dilmore. And you really can't catch a ride with anybody because there's no caravans. In that process, as found in Minister's Journal, I just want to note that Minus took all level one cleric. That's pretty important, maybe for later on. Just want to say Yes, that. I have holes now. You have holes. Holes. Now. I think that's what she said. <laughs> Holy. Holes. Hmm. <laughs> we are going to pick up where the three of you are about to wake up in your campsite. But as the sun kisses the sky and breaks the night, Drell is the first one to wake up. Oh. But Drell is not at camp. Drell starts to move and his body is all bent and contorted and he's laying down in a very uncomfortable position and he's laying on a bunch of sacks. The smell of garbage starts to insult his nostrils as he looks up to the morning sky and it's his vision is blurred by like bags of trash. The sounds of squeaks can be heard faintly all around him. Drell, you start to wake up next to like some sort of small structure off the side of a beaten path. Okay. There are rats all around you. You are in a huge pile of garbage next to a, what looks like to be a big carriage, like a big caravan. As you start to get up, rats scatter. You're scratching your head. You are completely naked. The cart that's next to you is completely boarded up, like as if it's closed. You do see some smoke coming out from a chimney, but you don't see any lights. You don't see any uh, signs of activity. Drell, what's going through your mind right now? I'm pretty much trying to figure out how the fuck, number one, how the fuck I got here. And number two, how, like, where the fuck did my clothes go? Because... You still feel like a third ear on the top of your head. It doesn't feel like the normal two you have. And as you go to reach for this fuzzy ear, it just poofs away as the sun starts to rise higher and higher into the sky. The smell of rotten cheese is all around you. Um, what the fuck just happened? One of the rats um, from the pile of garbage is like looking in front of you, checking you out and go, and like tilting his head and he's trying to speak to you as if you two have talked before but you just don't understand him and it's like look i don't speak rat okay i don't know where the fuck i'm over here just poking your foot get away from me you weird rat and he just runs off and a swarm of rats run into the woods nearby you kind of as you get your bearings you kind of know where you kind of where the campsite is and you know you're not too far so you could kind of hang out here for a minute or you could try to make it back to camp i guess i'll kind of just make my way back to camp um is it how cold is it right now it's <laughs> a nice breezy summer morning all right yeah um i guess i'll just no rush but you know if it's <laughs> if it's a nice day i'll kind of just walk around naked start walking back to camp and uh, if I happen to find my clothes, I happen to find my clothes along the way. <laughs> so 
as you get up to get uh, back to camp, you take one last look at this cart and you're kind of looking where it is. And it looks like it's been there for a minute, but it looks like a very different type of uh, carriage than you've ever seen before. And it does not look like it's from around here. Like the roof of it is actually like a giant tortoise shell. The bottom half of it is like human made and then modified. And it, from the outside, it looks like someone's living in it. I don't have any of my weapons, so I don't feel like going and knocking on the door. Um, is there windows and stuff I can like peek in or no? There are windows, but they look like the whole cart looks closed up. Wait, am I still wearing my headband? No, you are 100% naked. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it would have been really cool to still have my headband on, but you know, have everything else. Your yams are flapping in the summer breeze. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? I will. I'm going to go up and try to peek into the cart and see if I can see through one of the cracks. Go ahead and make me an investigation. God, <laughs> this is not, you know, intelligence is not Drell's thing. That is a two. <laughs> you are trying to peer through the cracks of the cart. It doesn't creak or anything. As a matter of fact, this, uh, this cart seems very well maintained. And as you listen in, you start to hear the sounds of pots and pans like somebody's cooking inside and as you're listening in you hear these heavy footsteps that whatever's inside has a lot of weight behind them uh and as you hear the pots and pans you smell something delicious man i mean for some reason i don't feel hungry at all but i uh, could really go for something to eat because that smells fucking good and uh Drell will knock on the door and see if he can get a plate of whatever's being made inside. You knock on the door and you hear a deep, lispy voice from the other side. It's too early. It's too early. Shop will open up soon. Come back. Come back. Feast is a brilliant. Uh, uh, look, man. I, uh, I just woke up here next to your car. I'm hungry, please. I'm starving to death. Can I please get a plate of something to eat? You can't rush perfection. Nothing is ready, but I will feed you soon enough. In about two hours, once this once this kebab is perfectly... What the fuck? I don't have time to wait two hours, bro. You cannot rush perfection. Whatever. And uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just make my way back to camp then. And away to camp you go. And as you walk down the road and getting your bearings to where your camp is, you notice that this cart is actually on the main road and you will probably pass it if you decide to go down this way we will go ahead and pick up back at camp drell you make it back just before these two wake up uh as the sun becomes a little higher the sounds of birds start to chirp and it is now morning <laughs> good morning nope Need need more sleep. Armos, come on. Come on, it's time to get up. Uh, Armos. No. Uh, Reginald is what? snoring heavy. I got this one snoring in my ear, and I got you. Can't get no sleep around here. Armos, the craziest thing happened to me last night. You won't believe it. <laughs> what? Then I, I would nudge Reginald. What happened? I saw... I saw Melora again. Oh, it was amazing. Me, me. What? Me, me. What happened? Me. I don't know. She said something about uh, giving me holes, and I uh, 
Now I got like this cool feather thing. <laughs> I pull out my new feather that's like glowing. <laughs> Shing, spark, sparkle. <laughs> I kind of cock my head, kind of squint my eyes, and roll over and start going back to sleep. <laughs> and it's really cool because like now I can. Oh, okay. Hey, Drell. <laughs> Drell? Drell is like butt naked still. He still hasn't put back on his clothes. And he's doing like that high knee running in place, trying to get just a full hit exercise up before trying to get the fucking. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're doing calisthenics. I yeah, love it. Yeah, morning calisthenics. About, Come on, it's Sid. It's all about the morning, the morning burn. And Me. squat jumps. Go. Me. 20. Go. Me. It's on the glutes. Me. You got to remember it's the glutes, it's the buys, the tries. Wait, how do I? How it's do I do? It's all the important stuff. It's called. It's called beauty muscles, Menace. Remember that beauty muscles. Know the muscles matter because they're not beautiful. Oh, beauty muscles. Yeah, so we definitely do like our morning calisthenics. Uh, Menace always does morning calisthenics. He's got his own little routine, but today he's doing beauty calisthenics. <laughs> okay, so Menace is working out with Drell, getting those beauty muscles tight and toned. You guys got a nice sweat going on. Very frothy. Look, guys are looking beautiful. Reginald is like big spooning Armos. <laughs> the blood shard bandits wake up and the day is yours. Oh, oh man, I'm I'm sweating. My glutes have never been so sore. How does that happen, Drell? Oh my lord. See, it's all about the burn, Menace. The more burns, the more you earn for even more, you know. The more you burn, the more you earn. He's writing this down in his journal. Oh, nothing's better than when you look dummy thick. Uh, 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 right. Dummy thick. What? Wait, I don't want to be dumb. I'm pretty smart, Drell. I don't want to be dumb. I just want to be thick. No, no, no. Your ass has to be dumb. Why, why does my ass need to be stupid? Because it's just, I can't, I don't have time to explain it right now. Huh, okay, I'll figure it out later, I guess. Hey, who has the who has that lantern? By the way, can I see that lantern? I think I have it, right? Sure. I don't even know what lantern you're talking. Almost yeah. wake up, and I throw a pebble at him. <laughs> it ah. hits Reginald. Uh, oh my god! Oh, what the fuck? What the hell, man? Oh, sorry, what Reginald. Hell, sleeping. Man. That was meant for Armos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, now I'm up. Uh, <laughs> a magic hand, uh, while still sleeping, while not looking or even turning around, over his mouth, so that he can't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good segue, Minus. So who has the lantern? Well, when we last one of our sessions before, in a session you guys, long ago, <laughs> in a session long ago, many moons ago, <laughs> you guys took Groff's backpack. Well, what's what's in that backpack? We gotta see. So you, let's just say you put the lantern oh, yeah, in there. I took it. Yeah. So Hold this on. is the loot that you got oh, from Groff, and you can, we just never had a chance to unpack we got loot it. from Groff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I didn't know this. Well, we didn't get to look at it. Oh my god. So, <laughs> other than being burned naked and alive uh, by a giant fireball, Armos took the black steel longsword that had the blood shard in it off his body, and inside his backpack was a bunch of adventuring gear, you know, like grappling hooks, rope, daily survival stuff. There was 200 gold. There was a stack of papers in there. There was a sack of three dragon fire peppers in there, which is a ingredient, a very hot pepper. And then there were three greater health potions and a mana potion. The stack of papers, there was a hand-drawn map of the abandoned town Yuri was in, with one of the buildings circled. And there is another document in that backpack talking about a specific oil 
and how Groff was going to receive some vials of this special oil to be delivered from a nearby hideaway. Uh, all right, so everyone gets a greater potion, so mark that down. I'll take one of those peppers. You look okay. yummy. Drell, do you want a pepper? <laughs> I only eat red meat. I'll take okay. two of those peppers. <laughs> All right, I'll take one pepper. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then I'll take the mana potion. And Minus uh, immediately duplicates uh, the paperwork in his journal. Okay. So the three of you sort through Grav's backpack. You maybe eat some rations, drink some water, you get your gear back on, and you are ready to travel. Uh, you put all your bags back into Minus's little cart. I have a cart. For the record, um, also the bag of holding is not in Minus's cart because it has blood shards. It is on yeah, my back. Yeah, anything that's in Minus's cart is yeah. like your sleeping bags, anything, you know, things that are not essential to you. Survive. I carry my own things. Um, Can I do anything with the sword? You, would you like to wield it? You need to ask for it back because it's in my backpack. <laughs> it's in, oh, yeah, it's in the shard bag. Oh, yeah. Right, the one Let you me, don't have. Can, I, I maliciously, <laughs> hey, can I uh, get away from me, <laughs> tweaker? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was more seductively than mischievously, I got to say. <laughs> hey, hey, big boy. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the document that's talking about the lantern oil resupply, uh, is that hideaway like back the other direction? It doesn't say. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it is. It's like a letter that it's informing oh, Ralph that gotcha. a supply was heading that way. Okay. Well, speaking of the lantern, back to what I was doing originally. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Armos, can I see that lantern real quick? Uh, you know what? I'll trade you. If I can have that sword. I will then... What sword? The black sword that's in the bag that Drell will give me. Awesome. I don't have that you sword, though. That's Drell's sword. One, and I pull it out, and I start going like... As you play with the sword, you hear the tormented souls of the innocent See, my people call me! Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, this, these are the types of people you damn with those blood shards, right? Might as well use a sword. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And I toss it to him with a pointy end facing him. <laughs> I magic hand and catch it, and then oh, it nice. slowly comes down to me, and I grip it. <laughs> I like and that. Uh, I use my thermo, thermo, what's it called? Thermo, uh, I can never Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy to act like it just did something to me like ah and it makes a big boom <laughs> <laughs> menace what do you want to do with this lantern lantern all, all right, right. <laughs> i give i give uh menace the hand over the lantern to menace how is it how is it like broken so the compartment that would hold oil is broken you see so you can see the crack where all the um all the oil leaked out of it and like the size like the glass paneling is a little cracked too all right sid let's try out some of this new uh uh clergy magic clerk clerky the clerky magic let's go and he puts the lantern down and he uh puts his feather in his mohawk he goes all right malora malora uh Shit, I've never done this before. Uh, give me your aura! And then he casts Mending <laughs> on the lantern. Malora, Malora, grab me your aura? <laughs> what were you thinking of that one? Oh, 
it took me a second. That no was literally last second. Uh, oh my god. That was literally me like, what, the, what do I say? Um, <laughs> I wish I had a clapping emote that I could do right now, because that was, that was great. You, you raise your hands up with the feather in, in your mug. The spell repairs a single break or tear in an object I touch, such as a broken chain link. Two halves to a broken key. So you stick your feather in your mohawk. You go, Malora, Malora, grant me your, your, <laughs> grant me your aura. <laughs> and you mend the lantern. Now that, glass, that's my catchphrase now. <laughs> glass battling on cracks and the oil canister that was shattered reforms itself and the wick grows back to its full length. But however, there is no oil in this <laughs> but this looks great now uh i try lighting it and the not, nothing happens because there's no oil <laughs> huh i think i think we're still missing something guys so we uh okay do i know like that it needs oil <laughs> yes you do so this yeah. is something that um the shadow smugglers told you hugh and baldy they gave mm, you this lantern right. from jubes and what you know about is that this was the they use this item to help transport blood shards to Lord yeah. Baron's divider. Mm. Yeah. And does it need a spe it needs a special oil? Yes. Special oil. Okay. Noted. Did they tell us where we could have found special oil or no? Hugh and Baldy did did not know because the two people that didn't know how to get it aren't there right. anymore. Jubes is dead. Band of bars is nowhere to be found. And I, I go over to Menace. I see when Minis goes, he tries to use, like, I'm assuming oil, correct? Yeah, I probably put, like, regular oil in. I kind of get an aha moment, and I go into that stack of papers that I got from Goff's bag and show it to Minis and shows that it's referring to, quote-unquote, special oil. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It needed some kind of special magic stuff. All right. All right. We'll find more special oil on the road, right, Sid? Yeah, we can always get snake oil from one of those guys that always sell it up and down the road. Well, uh, guys down the road? What do you mean? Yeah, you know, like the snake oil guys that are always selling it up and down the road. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of those guys. Menace has never heard of those guys. He's just trying to sound like he knows stuff. <laughs> All right, time to pack up. <laughs> okay, so are we? We just woke up in the morning. We just did some mending. Uh, we had some streaking. <laughs> some streaking. It's not streaking, it's pure calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dro, what happened to you? Why are you naked? It's a lifestyle, Menace. You just <laughs> wouldn't understand. I have never seen you like this, Dro. Yeah, what kind of new lifestyle is this? because I... I've always been doing it. You guys just happen to wake up early this time. Okay, okay. Not by choice did we wake up early. Not by choice. <laughs> I woke up by choice. What do you mean? And I flex a little bit. He's like, you think I look this good by sleeping in, being lazy as shit like Armos? <laughs> <laughs> we just went through hell a few days ago. I'm getting my rest in. Ah, yes, your beauty rest. <laughs> these horns don't grow themselves okay actually actually sometimes they do i don't i don't understand what happens but it's weird all right menace packs up starts packing up his cart <laughs> you see reginald puts on his uh the garment you gave him our new bandanas all right 
Who's the captain of the Bloodshard Bandits? Reginald cracks his knuckles. Wait, what are we gonna say we start uh, hip-hopping out of here? Oh my god, uh, once again, we still haven't voted on captain yet. You can't <laughs> Look, just take captain, Reginald. We don't need I'll to leader vote. Leads. We all know who's the captain. And Drell takes Obviously. a really deep breath and stands up. We all point to ourselves. <laughs> Look, if there's one person Wait. that's in charge of the Bloodstones, and I kind of two thumbs to myself. Minus and I look at each other. Definitely not you, Armos. Definitely not. I made the bandanas. I think I'm fit to be a leader. Give us a rundown of what Reginald looks like, because I'm curious what he looks like by the end of it. Because every every it seems like he just gets more and more things on him. Now that you are level seven, he does look a little bit different. He looks a bit huskier. Like he's been eating well. Uh, his his hands. crooked ears <laughs> have gotten a little more straighter uh, and a little more under wow. control. However, he looks frazzled. Looks like he doesn't really groom himself. He's always like shedding now. Whatever he like hops off your shoulder, there is now just a pile of rabbit hair uh, oh wherever he is. And it's it always seems to be in the way in everyone's pure view. Uh, and it, like they don't notice it until they notice it type of deal. It's just rabbit hair like always everywhere um he's wearing the bandana around his neck and he has like a little backpack uh mm. that always has like a potion in it sometimes it has some hay in it sometimes it has like <laughs> a dead critter in it that he happens to catch off the road whatever he wants to hold at the moment <laughs> so the four of you are ready to do your thing what would you bloodshard bandits like to do We're trudging along off to uh the Sigic college Wait, what? That's where Menace is going. <laughs> we, oh, no. I'm a ranger, guys. Just follow me. Don't worry. Look, we'll as, get there. As long as we don't run into Kimmy Joe, I'm pretty cool with going there. Our favorite yeah. guy? Of course we're running into Kimmy Joe. Let's go. Oh, that's not what I said. <laughs> I thought we were going to go to Lord Barron's. What? Yeah, but Sigic College is on the way. I want to say hi to Kemi uh, on the way. Drell kind of walks past them, starting to, like, get ahead of them. And he goes, yeah, Armos, who knows? Maybe you can just damn more souls while we're there. <laughs> oh, wait, they got books there. Ooh, I can learn some skills. As the day goes, the morning, the early morning, you do see some merchants traveling, heading towards you, and then they pass you on the road. Uh, looks like they're heading to the town of Dillmore. You don't see anybody coming from the town of Dillmore's direction, but every so often you might see somebody walking. Um, as you continue down the path, Drell, you start to recognize the area and you see that cart that you woke up next to really early this morning. Uh, guys, when I was going for my uh, morning run, I uh, ran into this cart. It has. It smelled really good, but the guy, for some reason, he uh, wouldn't give me any food. So he said, "Come back later." So I think you know. Well, since we're stopping by, I might you know get a get a plate or something to go. I could use a meal. A large, oddly shaped caravan is parked on top of a patch of grass right along the dirt path. The caravan is large and well crafted. Fine bent wood bends all around like an oval egg shape. The roof of the cart is a giant tortoise shell with rough round spikes along its spine. The sides of the shell overlap the wooded caravan, kind of like an awning on both sides. You can see smoke coming up from the roof of the caravan as the chimney is spotted on top of the shell roof. And just outside the caravan, you see some boxes and some tables along with a lit campfire, almost like a seating area. 
as if the cart itself was expected. Yes. In front of the caravan, where it has the space to put an animal, it is empty. You can smell very delicious uh, aromas coming from the cart. And you also see a sign outside the cart, and it has a bunch of writing on it. And as you approach it, there is a list of food there. As the more you, the closer you get to the cart, you look inside and you see the side of where like you would normally get into a caravan is a giant window and it is flipped open and they are there's pretty much a kitchen inside of it. It looks like a food truck. Oh man, it's one of those food cart things I've heard about. Well, what's a food cart drop? <laughs> Come on, Minus. You just gotta, Minus. You gotta keep with the times. Uh, you can't just keep asking me everything. I've Kay. lived in one village my whole life. I need help learning <laughs> what things. What did you do? Live under a rock, Minus? Yes, Jesus. I did. <laughs> I got stuck under cart, a rock for Minus. one month by it's, a bully. <laughs> they drive around and they sell food. It's pretty hip these days. It's kind of sick. Oh, that's awesome. Why didn't you just say that? I, I, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> As you look into the food cart, you see this large fat being from behind. He's wearing a white chef's coat with a half apron, uh, with a really tall chef hat. As he turns and sniffs into the air, you see this long brass snoot go. We have guests and turns around is this very fat brass Dragonborn. Oh. On the cart, you look up, and there's a sign. And it says, Novo's Fantastical Feast. Menu changes daily. And there's like a little, like, uh, in quotations, menu changes daily. And you see this giant sign next to it, all this different uh, food you can order. And, and um, this Dragonborn leans forward, and his massive head leans into your peer view and just like really close to your face he goes welcome welcome what can i do for you three today you three look very hungry yes can i offer you something to eat have you come far and wide to taste novo's fantastic feasts uh i mean it was kind of happenstance we came by what well, we didn't really like decide to come i here, understand but. the word of my food spreads faster than the than the taste no, goes into your no, tongue no you're actually yes. saying the opposite of what yes, is happening the aroma here. So we miles wide and reaches Accidental. into your nostrils as you can taste it as it uh, goes into your into your puny sinuses you have anything vegetarian oh well let me go ahead and give you a menu novo Goes ahead and points to the menu on the side and then hands you a perfectly laminated menu. Go ahead and give you that menu, boys. It's laminated? It's laminated. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> what? He hands you a menu and on the top it says Novo's Fantastical Feast. And there's a special. Uh, it looks like there's a bunch of different foods labeled by kind of like what there's in, what's in it. And you see a special right up top. You see a section called Fortitude Feasts. You see another section called Savory Snacks. And then at, right at the bottom, you see Mindful Refreshments. Hmm. I'm yes. looking at this menu. I don't see any... Ah, I'll take a garden bowl, please. Ah, Thelos' famous garden bowl. That'll be 17 gold pieces. Now, holy mackerel, that's expensive. Hey, listen, if you want the best food with a little kick, to me, but you pay the best price for the best and freshest ingredients.
Remember, with the mindful refreshments, keep your mind at ease with the easy on the lips and light on the hips. The most expensive meal I've ever seen. That's all that's important is, you know, you can't have anything stick to the hips. It's got to be pure muscle. So you guys got um, you guys got the menu, right? Yes. Yeah. So under all of the meals, like a little description of what it serves and maybe some information about whatever you can order. Um, Armos, you get, and now Minus, you guys can tell that like you're sensing more than just food here. Like you can tell that there's some something magical. Going. We also have a special today. We have a special of the Hydra Neck Kebab, which is all the rage for the last two days, I presume. It's one per page. And it gives you a toothy, sharp smile. All right, listen here, Chief. I'm going to go ahead and get one of everything. What? <laughs> what of anything? That's my type of customer. These portions will be. Portions will be. Good. I mean, it's all meant for me. Also, I'm going to need it in, uh, like, to-go stuff, you know, because we got to go on the road. Ah, to-go. Listen, if you want the full flavor, it, you know, I can only guarantee freshness for about two moons. After that, yeah, I mean, it might not taste as great, but I can guarantee two moons. Do you All have right. one of those yeah, menus where you can, like, uh, draw in the Minotaur hero? Like, like that's what we had at home. Ah, yes, of course, of course. Ah, a famous young adventurer menu. And he hands you a uh, another menu, and there's, like, a crossword puzzle on it and a bunch of colorful oh pencils. My <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, this is just like the uh, famous uh, restaurants we have back in my uh, clan. Huh? Manus, go ahead and give me a perception check real quick. That's just, I'm starting off arc three with the nat 20. <laughs> uh, with the nat 20, go ahead and read the Hydra neck kebab for me. I'm going to uh, read it out loud. Served up with some fresh grilled veggies and spicy dragon eel sauce. Hydra meat was brought by Miranor, <gasps> fierce warrior of the ivory boulder clan. <laughs> you see Minus's eyes turn into fire. <laughs> Steam come out of his ears. Wow, this Miranor guy sounds pretty cool to be able to kill a Hydra. Ah, Miranor, yes, you could thank him for today's special. He brought a whole Hydra head straight to me. I cook it up, I give him good food. And I serve the extras to anybody who wants. Oh, he did. I know that guy. He probably he probably actually stole that Hydra from someone who actually slayed it. Oh, you have to see him. Big, strong bull. Hulking big, carrying big hydra head all the way to my car. I don't know. I've seen him. He's not that He's not that big. I don't, I don't know. He's No, he's oh, not. He's uh, big. He's big as my belly. And he rubs his tummy. I don't know. He'd have to be pretty big, man, to kill hydra. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Cool. Yeah, it just sounds um, awesome. And he keeps drawing, like, not looking at anybody. <laughs> he's drawing, like, in the minotaur. <laughs> And he realizes now that this Minotaur is <laughs> Miranor, and he shreds the paper. <laughs> Armos is going to order the wings with the duffalo sauce. But while while he's cooking those, oh, do the 12, I guess. <laughs> but while he's doing that, he's like, uh, I'm going to use the restroom. And he's... He's gonna walk around and kind of check out the his little caravan. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Investigation. Huh? Okay. Seventeen. So from what you can tell with the cart, it you definitely sense magic from everything in this area. From him, from within inside the cart. You can tell that the cart was built 
with the intention of being a kitchen. You don't see anything that's like worrisome. As you look around, there's like all these really nice pots and pans. A lot of them have like these hieroglyphics around them. He has jars of jars of like really fresh ingredients. It's like some of these peppers and onions look like go almost golden. You don't see any animal, so you're not sure how he gets around. But from behind the car, you also see where the tracks were. Like they look somewhat fresh, like he's been here for about a few days, but the uh, cart tracks are somewhat new and the grass hasn't grown over it yet. Armos actually has to go to the bathroom, so he's gonna actually do his business while the other guys finish up ordering. Yeah, you take out your tiefling peen and then you start to whiz. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, <laughs> don't say that. All right, now listen up, Novo. I'm gonna go ahead and place my order. Ah, what can I get for all right, so I'm gonna do one Hydra neck kebab. I'm gonna do uh, one fire spiced. Meats, the meat's probably old and bad. No, it's very fast. No one use the fastest meats from the mightiest warriors. Not, no, no, he's not that big. He's just talking himself now, <laughs> just scratching on the wood. Are you? He stops riding and he looks at you, Minus, and he like lowers his head. He speaks a little lower. He goes, this "Little tiny warrior, Jess." Of big strong bull. So I'll take uh, one high harvest puree, please, and a Thalor's garden bowl to go. So weird. I don't remember being done ordering. Does <laughs> 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 little this little bull want to be on the menu? Are you threatening me? Oh no, I'm not and saying he reaches for a you. Sling. <laughs> I'm saying your name. Bring me great beast, and I put your name on the special. Great tiny bull will be world renowned. <laughs> Sid, we are going to find the biggest damn beast and bring this guy an even better piece of meat. I don't even eat meat, but I respect the craft. <laughs> <laughs> look, Minus, you don't need to look far to find the biggest beast. <laughs> you already found him. And Drell just starts flexing. <laughs> Ah, uh, what can I get for a big, strong well, I mean, order? fuck, man. I've been literally trying to order this right, shit for, like, I just keep getting fucking interrupt. I'm actually kind of pissed. You're going to get a bad Yelp review now because you just keep cutting me off. Uh, you eat in the Yelp reviewers. All right, one Hydra Neck Kebab. I'm doing one Hydra Neck Kebab, one Fire Spice Kebab. I'm going to do a order of the 12 wings uh the uh, dillmore cheesesteak but i don't want the bun i just want it lettuce wrapped if possible trying to cut back on the carbs then i'm gonna do one of the butterscotch puddings one of the fire salamander fingers and then one order each of the high harvest puree and thaylor's garden bowl one of everything on the menu that's my type of man okay and he writes all that down um, and as he's writing it down, it says the order out loud. You start to see a bunch of mage hands behind him, but the mage hands look like ethereal spatulas. These ethereal cooking utensils start to cook and prepare your order. He looks the menace. He takes that sword. One high harvest puree for the little boop. Yeah. All right. That's and me. <laughs> writes it down. And a Thalor's garden bowl to go. Don't forget. A Thalor's garden bowl to go. And what about the, uh, the horny red man? Say that again. The uh, horny red man? <laughs> we'll do the uh, wings, duffalo sauce. We'll get 12 of them. And then, uh, you know, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some hydroneck to go. And he starts to write that yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not gonna lie, it seems like a pretty rad beast that Miranor was able to bring up here. So you, you gotta just, try it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you can't go and get Hydra Neck anywhere. You know? Yeah. It's when not like Rome. there's just people slaying Hydras all over the place. I mean, you just when in hear nails like a chalkboard as Minas teeth grit against themselves. <laughs> So what brings great adventurers on Moonyboot? Well, I am going to slay an even bigger beast. I'm going to slay the three-headed Hydra of the Kambuki Isles. That's right. Three-headed Hydra of the Kambuki Isles. Okay. I mean, that sounds really far away. I don't know about if I'll be in the Kambuki area or if that means it'll be fresh. But if I see you, I will be happy to take it. But uh, if you find something a bit closer... Hey, listen, I'm looking for some wyvern legs. Wyvern legs. Do you have, like, a business card? How do I find you if I slay something? Ah, uh, when you are most hungry and you most need a snack. Novo. Be there. We serve up the freshest ingredients. Uh-huh. Better ingredients. Better food. Novo's fantastic office. Hey, uh, almost. You think you get me something? Uh, think it's some, uh... He's trying to read. He's like, oh... Yeah, get You sure you don't want the fingers? You seem like you liked hands just a little bit ago. Look, Reginald, I <laughs> didn't want to really say anything, but you definitely need to lay off the carbs. You've been looking a little husky recently. You <laughs> can, if you really want, you can start working out with me and Minus in the morning, trying to get that sick summer body, you know? What are you trying to say? You're always calling me fat? No, I mean, you know. It walks like a bunny, talks like a bunny. I'll take the Taylor. I'll take the Taylor's garden bowl, please. <laughs> Thank me the long run, trust me. Oh my god. Drell just fat shamed our bunny. <laughs> I didn't fat shame him, I just said he was looking a husky. As you three wait for your food and he starts stacking him up in uh in these like paper bags that have his logo on it a whoosh and a giant shadow whooshes over you for but a moment as something rather large flies overhead as you look up you can't really catch a glimpse of it but it is definitely not a bird it is something with a large wingspan and it flies over the cart and goes way past and heads north over the nearby woods Novo looks out and he goes, ah, Wyvern. <gasps> well, that can be on the menu. Ah, yes, Wyvern can be on the menu. I'll be right back. And Minus starts running. <laughs> so this thing that flew overhead is traveling pretty fast. And he is heading in the direction of the woods going north. And Novo recognizes. Can I climb a tree to, like, see where it goes? Absolutely. Go ahead and uh, roll me a dexterity check. Boom. Athletics check. 21. Ooh, so you go ahead and you climb up the tree real quick and you see this large green winged beast, very long neck, long tail, head over the woods and you would think about three to four miles out from your location. As it starts to fade, it descends downward as if it was landing. So Minus climbs back down and he marks that down in his journal like the direction of really basic map. <laughs> Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, my food ready. I know where that wyvern went. You climb down. He starts getting all the food ready. He gives you a large doggy bag. Drell, he hands you a giant bag and anything you want to eat right away. 
and uh, hands you your food as well and hands uh, Armos his food. And then you see Reginald really sad, uh, slowly eating a garden bowl uh, on the floor. He's like, like one leaf at a time, bringing it to his mouth. He's like, I'm not that big, am I? It's just a little eventually, right? Drill oh, walks oh, over. there's a carrot in there. And he, <laughs> Drill walks over and he grabs the... Uh, little plastic container of the uh, 100 kabuki aisle dressing that we <laughs> put on the side and I just pick it up and take it away from him and go, trust me, man? trust me, they're empty calories, you don't want it, they'll thank you later. Okay, you guys have all this to go food, what are you guys eating first? What did you guys want to eat? Uh, well, I got the high harvest puree to eat here in the garden. Ooh. Okay, and what are you eating, Joe? Drell's going to be the world's biggest hypocrite, and he's going to start with the uh, butterscotch pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Look, mm, Reginald, touch me. And he's like waving a spoon at him, and he goes, this, this, this does not taste as good as the guy hyped it up, trust me. It's, oh my god. It's actually not that good. I see Reginald later, literally taking his food, being like, it's empty count. Uh, Okay, so Menace, when you eat the puree As you slurp that bad boy down You feel like this little Zap of energy Within your mind And your fingertips feel a little tingly Like you're ready to cast a spell Drell, uh, you ate the pudding, right? Yeah You feel very light on your feet Uh, I jump You you jump normally Or as far as your ring allows you to Um, Even despite the fact that you're wearing heavy armor uh, you have advantage on all stealth checks. Oh, hell yeah. For how long? For 24 hours. All these effects that you will soon discover last for 24 hours from when you eat it. And the freshness was guaranteed for up to two days. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Armos is eating his wings. Uh, which wings are you eating? The cockatrice wings? The duffalo sauce. The duffalo sauce. You got to order 12, right? Go ahead and roll me 4d6. 16. Uh, add your constitution bonus, and that's how many temporary hit points you get. What? You're giving this warlock more temporary hit points? <laughs> um, Drell's also going to eat amazing. the wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these wings are pretty great, dude. But he didn't get the duffalo ones. He got the uh, Lelouches Vineyard Ranch dressing and BB, uh, was it the BBQ ale ones? <laughs> yeah, so the sauce doesn't change anything. It's just how many oh, you order. <laughs> okay, hey, never mind. Uh, I don't eat the wings yet. <laughs> Drell, Drell, how is the pudding? Mm, no, Should I get that? He looks, he glances down at <laughs> uh, Reginald. He goes, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. And he looks at Menace and he nods. He just nods yes <laughs> like, to get the get the pudding. Oh, look, was good. <laughs> Cool. Oh, oh yeah. But I, I should try it though, just to uh, be a part of uh, uh, your shame of eating the butterscotch. One butterscotch pudding, please. Of course, of course. He gives you like a little kid-sized Dixie cup. <laughs> Doesn't even use any utensils. You guys, go ahead and pay the man. How much money will you give me for wyvern legs? Wyvern uh, legs? I give you. He goes to his cash register, and as he opens the cash register, there's like almost an ending flowing uh, amount of gold that like fall on the floor like comically he goes ah he puts a bunch in a bag and he drops a heavy sack on the counter he goes I give you a bag full of gold oh. 
uh, there's this, uh, 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 really cool place, uh, uh, that way. And he points to where the wyvern <laughs> flew. Guys, I think, I think we should go that way, uh, real quick. It's just like, it looks like there are a lot of cool spots to, uh, uh, uh visit over there. What's over where, Menace? Okay, Drell, I'm going to be real with you. I want to slay a wyvern. All right, so we're going to go kill this thing or what, Menace? And Drell pulls out his axe. <laughs> I'm ready to flex my beauty muscles. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And as he's walking down the road, Drell's just swinging his axe going, wow, wow. <laughs> You guys go off the beaten path just a little bit as rather than staying on the main road, you head north into the woods. Now, these woods aren't cramped like it was in the Riverwood Forest, but there are a lot of trees around. And you start to hear, you know, the sounds of birds as you rustle through the bushes. But as you start to walk through, you menace as being one with nature. And now that you have this connection with Melora, um, you start to sense something off. Go ahead and give me a perception check with advantage. Ooh, that's a 21. From a 21, there is something wrong in the immediate area. And as you look, start looking at the trees, some of the trees look like they're starting to die in some weird areas. And as you look at the ground, the other guys don't notice this because they're not as adept to nature as you are. You know, the grass is green. The grass looks green um, and dirty, but you start to see that the grass has a different shade of green. And then you start to smell and you smell toxins in the grass. Like something may have went off here. Something maybe went by here that was very foul. Something maybe poisonous was nearby. This is uh, looking a little uh, more dangerous than I uh, first planned. Armas is very uh, uh, ready. And uh, while, while being ready, gives a inspirational speech to... Keep the guys motivated. <laughs> Hold up, guys, before we go forward. <laughs> oh, you're just going to give a 10-minute speech? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before we go any further, we're going to we're gonna prevail on this wyvern and get back and get that beautiful bounty of gold. And as he's doing this, Menace also casts Bless on everybody. You each get plus 5 HP to your current health and your max. So you guys are in this forest and you follow this patch of grass that just feels very uncomfortable and you start to move around and there is, you know, trees in the way in front of you. There is a, looks like a divot in the ground that stands out to you. It's like a massive hole that just goes downwards. It looks like a, like a sinkhole of some kind, uh, off to your left. Uh, but other than that, there's like collapsed trees. There's like, you know, rocks and boulders out of the ground. It looks like this area has seen some activity where like something, maybe a beast ran through here, uh, something larger. You see that this forest is very well lived in. Yeah, I man, this would like to inspect to inspect the gate, uh, the uh, hole. <laughs> so the sinkhole looks like a bunch of collapsed ground. Go ahead and make me an investigation check as you're looking at this sinkhole. A sinkhole in the forest is a little weird. You see Minus pull out his magnifying glass. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> That's going to be a 19. So when you look down, it descends about 10 to 15 feet. Um, Very uneven ground. However, right at the bottom, you can see like where it collapsed around like something heavy landed here. All right, Sid, keep your eyes out for that green wyvern thing. And then I uh, I look at the gang, point one finger at them, two fingers down at the divot. Then I do like flapping wings with my arms and then I do like a big circle. And then I like clap a bunch and do a bunch of other signals. Drell yells, what are you doing? Oh, quiet. There's a wyvern around, I think. <laughs> and now they're yelling. <laughs> do we see any tracks from after it landed? Uh, like we're... If we're assuming that this is where it landed from when it was in the sky, do we see any tracks? Make me a, a nature check. And that's a dirty 20. As you start to examine the ground around you, you start to see a lot of different types of footprints. You see some deer. You see a lot of paw prints. You also see um, bigger footprints that start to walk. Um, and they are heading north. These footprints look like something that doesn't look like the rest a larger creature um and you see them in patterns of four so this lo the larger footprints are walking like on all four legs Ooh. still going off of menace's silly hand signals i i do the flapping bird thing and then I point <laughs> to the uh to my feet and then i point to the the feet on the ground point uh north Yep. Yeah, Drell to uh, communicate that he understands does like the baseball secret signs and does like a slide down his arm and a slide across <laughs> the chest and then claps his hands. Minus nods, <laughs> clicks his heels, <laughs> and moves forward. Okay. What are you three doing as you are following these tracks in the forest? Sneaking forward. Okay. So Everyone I'm gonna hang back and, and let the two. Yeah, I'm gonna let the two ahead of me. Well, I guess my question is, since I had disadvantage on my stealth checks, does that mean the advantage just negates it and I roll flat? Ah, so this is the second effect of the pudding. Cannot have disadvantages on dex checks. Overrides it, or it, it overrides it. So there's nice. no disadvantage on dexterity checks because you ate the pudding. It has two abilities. All right. Well. Drill tightens his bandana and he does a somersault towards Menace to lead them. <laughs> Everyone give me a stealth check. And you hear him whisper parkour. 27. Okay. Is 27 good? 27 is a 27. Yeah, I rolled a nat 20 and that's also a 27. So. Oh my gosh. So I let them go ahead. I want to clarify, but I rolled a six. <laughs> Okay, Drell, where are you moving? Go ahead and, and move along with Minus. I'm assuming we move up to the, like, there's a pile of logs in front of us that we move up to to get another vantage point. You, as you follow these tracks, the tracks start to rear off a little more to the right. However, so then you go left and you see a bunch of these chopped logs. And these logs of wood look like somebody chopped them down for firewood, almost. Or maybe just mm -hmm. to build something here. But these look man handled <laughs> i was gonna say man-made but they're not man-made they look man-handled um and over yonder from the log pile about 20 feet to your northwestish, you see a tent in the distance and the tent has a broken down cart and the tent looks shredded menace points to the shredded tent writes down in his journal something rips out a paper and it 
It's in big bold letters. It says parkour, and he starts tumbling forward. Drell does a cartwheel after Menace. <laughs> Armo stays as far away as he can while there's still an eye shot. Everyone will give me a perception check. A <laughs> perception check. Finally. 13. Oh my gosh, that's another nat 20 this podcast. I got a dirty 20. When you approach the... So, it's Menace, absurd. when you approach the, uh, the, the shredded tent, you start to see some blood around it um you see a lot of paw prints nearby you inside you find a dead body of a dwarf looks eaten there is a bunch of bags nearby armos you start to hear some growling from behind you reginald perks up his ears go stiff and straight up he goes oh that's an eerie feeling and he starts to sniff the air he goes salt Blood. Home. Oh, uh-oh. Drell, uh, you see Menace go towards the tent. Menace and Armos, you guys know that there's something in the area. I catch up to the guys. As you move, Armos, mm -hmm. roll me initiative. Everyone roll me initiative. I knew ah! it. <laughs> I knew we started moving. Oh, my God. Two. Seventeen. <laughs> Seven. Oh no. We are gonna start from the top of the round of round eighteen. Armos, as you go to make a step forward from behind you, two of these horrific growls, as if they were announcing themselves, two of these gray and black furred wolves lunge at you. As they're jumping, they look like they're eight feet long. They're going to make two bite attacks. Advantage. Crit. Oh my. Does a 15 hit. It does. You take 21 points of damage as this massive wolf lunges out from the brush behind you and snaps onto your torso while the second one lunges out. Additional 15 points of damage as it bites into your shoulder. These wolves are absolutely massive. Their ribs are showing, their eyes are bloodshot, and the top of their fur round their forehead looks like it has this red crystallized rock forming out of their skulls. There is blood dripping that is a mix of yours and whatever they ate before you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Menace, when you look to your left, you see... Three of these similar wolves run out from the brush and make a move towards you, and they are going to get pretty close. One comes up right next to the tent. One spreads out to get advantage point on Jarell, uh, who's right next to you, and one runs further to the side. Trying, looks like it's trying to flank. You also see three of them run up on the hills next to you. Two of you look surrounded. So you got there's three wolves to your west, Menace and Drell. There's three wolves to your east, and there's two munching on Armos. We're gonna go to initiative 17, Drell. Drell kind of looks at Menace and he says, now it's almost a fair fight. And he goes into a rage <laughs> and he just runs up to the uh he runs up to the wolf that was trying to get close to him and um, he's gonna just take a slice at him 
uh, with the with the axe. Nice, starting off strong. Seventeen. That hits. Okay, so seventeen damage on my first attack. Because I'm level seven, I get an additional attack. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and after I just fucked him up with the first one, I'm just gonna come right back at him and try to like slice him across his like exposed ribs. Ooh, okay, roll a hit. And that's a twenty-six to hit. And that's another sixteen damage. So a total of thirty-two damage. You go ahead and you double slice this wolf as you start to slice that exposed rib cage, and as you slash through it, it does not show pain. This thing's body is holding on by a thread, but it still snarls at you. A uh, drill turns around and he looks at Menace and he winks, <laughs> and he mouths the word "the glutes." The glutes. <laughs> We're gonna move to initiative seven minutes. All right, it's time. <laughs> he pulls out his sling and he starts slinging bullets around. Um, first, he's gonna launch one uh, at the one near the tent because that's the one closest to him. He's getting a little scared. Uh, 12 to hit. That misses. <laughs> Shit. Well, he's gonna attack again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, a 13 to hit. 13 misses as these two shots is whizzed by him and this wolf looks unfazed as he's just leaking blood on the floor. Those are the two lowest attack rolls I've ever had in secession. <laughs> it was actually Sid is like checking out. That's a, that's a warning. Don't come after me. <laughs> that he's gonna bonus action. Uh, this is my first ever cleric spell. Um, Minus uh, kind of taps into the feather that's uh, in his mohawk. He goes, Armos, Armos is gonna be okay. Just follow Melora's aura. And I'm gonna cast healing word on uh, Armos who just got hit. What is he doing with that feather? Whoa. And you get 10 hit points back from my my voice. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that tossed me off. Yeah, Minus is first heal. Wow. You guys have a healer now. Woo. Wow. I don't have to fucking <laughs> shovel out health potions for you guys anymore. This is great. No, no. Keep doing that, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So That's the end of my turn. That's the end of Minus' turn. We're going to move on down to Armos, currently getting eaten by two wolves. Rachel's like, whoa, whoa, what are these things? Oh, man. I want to do... Oh, but they're right next to me. Okay, I got to do Eldritch Blast. So I'm going to Eldritch Blast the two right next to me. Roll to hit. That is a 14. That is right on the money. Woo! Damage is 11. And then I get another beam. And that is a 13. That misses. Right off, the, right off the money. This thing is still gnawing at you. You knock one of them... You knock one of the wolves that was like chomping down on you, the one that critted you, you knock it back 10 feet as it rolls and quickly gets back up and regains its posture. You go to shoot the other one in a quick panic and it flies right past them. Ugh. So is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I think, yeah. Going back to my wolfy boys. We're gonna go ahead and start with the two wolves that are eating Armos because why not? That's my favorite thing to do. It's just to bully Armos apparently. And we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna make two bite attacks as the one wolf that you pushed away lunges back at you. <laughs> I'm glad I healed you. Oh, nine as it chomps and misses viciously as the second one tries to take better advantage of that miss and hits a 14. Hits. Uh, uh, 13 points of damage as this thing bites you across the chest, almost hitting Jesus. Reginald, but Reginald like moves his tummy out of the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
vicious looking. We're gonna go to the three wolves. Starting with uh, the one Drell hit. That wolf lunges forward and goes to take a bite at Drell. 22. That will hit. Uh, you're gonna take seven points of damage as this thing slashes and bites at you. The wolf next to it is going to join. And now there's two wolves that has pack tactics. It's going to take a bite at you. Does an 18 hit. Uh, that's right on the money. Woo, baby. I'm loving these wolves right now. 15 points of damage as it starts to maul at you. The third wolf is going to move in towards Minus, the one that uh, Minus tried to shoot at. Does not get pack tactics here. And he swipes with a 12. That's going to miss, right? Uh, sure. For does. the people who don't know, what is pack tactics? Pack tactics is the wolf has advantage on attack rolls against the creature if at least one of the wolf's allies are within five feet of the creature. Mm. And it is a capacity. The three wolves from behind are going to lunge down. One lunges down on Minish, trying to make an additional attack on him with a 20, dirty 20. Ouch. Woo, starts to maul at hand, taking seven points of damage as it starts to rip through that freshly made leather that uh, Aura gave you. The next wolf is going to jump down and join in and get pack tactics on that. A 22. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling an additional six points of damage these guys are rolling low on minutes for some reason but it's all right a third wolf is going to run down and make an attack on drell 24 to hit to hit dealing uh, an additional 12 damage that's going to end the wolf's turn drell take it away bud uh i guess he kind of turns around in minutes and he goes menace this is what i'm talking about don't you feel alive <laughs> And he's going to just call Marmalade, and he's going <laughs> to attack the first wolf that uh, he was fighting originally. Okay. So you attack the wounded wolf. Go ahead and roll to hit, bud. That's a 25 to hit. That hits. And that is an additional... Oh, wait. Um. Okay. I just realized something. Give me one sec. Okay. So that's 17 more damage to Damn. that wolf. That wolf gets cut in half and falls down. Okay. And then I just realized this is biting damage, right? It is piercing damage, yeah. Okay, so I should have only been taking half. Um, um, cool. And then, so be like, oh no, what happened to your little pack tactics? And I'm gonna just fucking <laughs> attack the next wolf that fucking bit me with okay. my second attack. Uh, this one right here, okay. Um, that is a 13 to hit. That misses as you just swipe over his head. It's Ducks underneath your axe. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge. Um, and then I'm going to try to hit him again. And that is a 19 to hit. That hits. Heyo. And that is an additional 12 damage. Okay. And then that is another 16 to hit. Give him a wombo combo, that two piece. And that is another nine damage. You deal 21 points of damage to this wolf as you give him that two piece. And that is the end of my turn. Whoa, we're going to go down to Minus. Currently surrounded by three wolves back to back <laughs> with Drell. Minus, Sid is shaking a little bit. What are you doing? Sid, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This is what we're, we trained for. We got beautiful glutes. He rubs his uh, two ice cold uh, rocks. But <laughs> Drell hears the G word and hair goes up on the back of his neck. He's like, he said it. 
It's added. <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I realize I'm surrounded, so I'm going to take out my uh, one of my hand axes and one of my scimitars because my other scimitar broke during that demon fight. And uh, I'm going to cast a spell real quick. I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike as a bonus action. That's gonna that like wraps around my uh, my scimitar, uh, I suppose, and I'm gonna attack uh, the one to my right okay. with my hand axe first. That's a 17 to hit. Ooh, slashing baby! Ha! Three points of damage. Get wrecked. Oh, <laughs> dude, huh? That's what I'm talking about, dude. Oh, Three points. An accident. That second one. And Three then points I'm going, of damage. I'm gonna attack with my uh, scimitar as well. Oh my lord, a 12. That misses. That was awful, man. But it does it does get hit by the spell. So it has to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw, I believe. Or get entangled by my thorns. You got a 13. Fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this wolf looks unfazed as you slash ah. at it. <laughs> Man, Minus is having rough turns here. <laughs> this is not a good day for Minus. <laughs> Welcome to Arg 3, baby. We're going to go and move down to Armos, fight, dealing with his own problems. Armos, after being hit twice now uh, by the wolves, being very worried for his own safety and hearing his buddies in the distance dealing with uh, some wolves, he, while having a... A, an inkling to cast fireball and destroy all the wolves that near his buddy. He's worried about his own safety, so he casts darkness and brings up a nice, great void of light around him. And while doing that, before he does, or actually after creating this darkness, his eyes glow red and uh, sees the wolf that uh, hit him before, and he sends. Reginald out to give him one of his famous furry hugs. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, and he gets a 16. So he's going to go ahead and pass. He's going to go ahead go ahead and do half damage to him. All right. 13. So seven points of damage. Okay. And then after the Hellish Rebuke goes off on, on that guy, he's going to uh, move as quickly as he can to his buddies. So you go ahead and you cast Magical Darkness as you start to sprint out. Reginald goes and blows up on this wolf, but the wolf happens to dodge out of the way to not get the full uh, effect of the blast at the last second. Moving up to initiative 18. We're going to go ahead and start off with Minus this time as the three wolves that surround him like sharks all begin to lunge. They're going to make the bite attacks on you. Dirty 20. Ouch, indeed. Owie, owie. My glutes. <laughs> Take eight points of damage as this thing swipes across you with its gnarly teeth. The second wolf attacks. It's a 14. Oh, wait. Advantage. Hold on. No. Oh. 22 <laughs> to hit. Get out of here. Dealing <laughs> like seven points of damage. And the third one goes. That's a nat 20. Ow. <laughs> Take 14 points of damage, and on that attack, I'm going to need you to make me a strength check, a strength saving throw of a DC 13. I'm done rolling digitally. I'm fucking Christ. That's a five. A five? You get knocked No prone. more digital dice. 
That's not terrible. You get knocked prone on that last attack as this one gets a really strong bite on you and is standing over you. You are knocked prone. Drell, two wolves go to attack you. Ooh, an 11. That's going to miss. The second wolf goes to attack. And a 13. Wow. These two wolves are just rolling like dog shit against you. So these two wolves go to launch at you and try to swipe and bite. Uh, so I like roll out of the way of the first one. Mm-hmm. And then I roll out of the way of the second one. And then after I do the second roll, I spend a superiority die to hit a repost. Um, and I'm going to make a, an attack on him. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Your friends in danger. You got to go save him. Slice him up. That is 23 points of damage. As you tuck and roll onto him, you slice him with your axe in a cool motion, and this thing just drops. I look at the other wolf, and I go, What happened to your pack tactics? This is the best day of my life, Menace. <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right, he's getting eaten. The wolves in the magical darkness, um, eyes glow through, but they do not see as they start to hear the sounds of sniffing almost, and you go, <laughs> the two wolves that were attacking almost are going to go ahead and make their move, and this, they see the shroud of darkness move. They are going to go and advance and approach the darkness with caution. <laughs> they do not look scared. We're going to move to Drell's initiative, initiative 17. Drell! So yeah, so I guess after he kills the other wolf, He's going to just go after the last one because uh, last of the three that were like on him. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is an 18 to hit. I got these ones, Drell. Just take care of that one. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Minus. Will do, man. Don't worry. Uh, that's 18 points of damage. Ooh. Then I'm going to take my second attack. Um, that is only an 11 to hit. When you slap the wolf across the face uh, with your first attack, you see that its neck cracks in place as it looks in the, in the direction towards Menace. And when it looks back, you just see its neck bone just sticking out of its side. And the side of this freaks you out. That's why like, you kind of miss your second attack. Yeah, that's gross. We're going to go to initiative seven minutes. In the predicament, you are knocked prone with three wolves standing over you. Evan, I'm rolling terribly. I'm also forgetting to do a lot of stuff because a Swarm Keeper Rangers. Too many damn things to think about. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get up, uh, use half my movement to get up and brush myself off and go like, all right, uh, my training is working. I feel the burn trial. <laughs> I'm going to attack uh, the same one that I attacked before. Uh, first with my hand axe. Oh, it's a nat one, but I am a uh, halfling luck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a 19. It's... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Three damage, my god. Ooh. Why do we keep rolling ones? You are chipping this thing, chipping out of this thing. And then with my second, my offhand attack of my scimitar, 15 to hit. That hits. As it takes uh, five points of damage. Okay. It's also going to take an extra, oh my god, why is this the worst rolling of my life? An extra one point of damage for my swarm. And then I'm going <laughs> to... Attack it again <laughs> with my second attack mm-hmm. with my hand axe. And that is a, oh my Lord Jesus up in heaven. Melora, sorry, up in heaven. That's a nine and misses with my scimitar. That's going to be a nat 20. <laughs> 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 my God. <laughs> and that's going to be 
Nine, nine points of damage with my scimitar. 21 <laughs> points of damage total so far to this one wolf as you are freaking out uh, and just like swinging blindingly and like <laughs> getting some good hits and getting some bad hits and just whiffing completely. And throughout I'm all that- I'm the burn. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go to initiative. Um, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the, the two wolves that were uh, messing with me earlier. Okay, yeah, so you can um, go ahead and blast the two wolves that are sniffing the darkness around you. Go ahead and roll a hit, man. So I'll go with the, the one I hit before first, and I got a 20, dirty 20. Ooh, that hits! We got six damage to that guy. Okay. And then I'm going to roll to hit the other wolf, and it's a 13, which doesn't That whizzes right by him. Uh, yeah, and can't but the hit first, that guy. But the first wolf goes back 10 feet. Reginald's like, oh, what the hell, man? What's going on? You're right. A little, a little tight today. I'm gonna walk up behind the wolf that uh, Drell was uh, fighting with, just enough to put the darkness in range of the wolf, but not so much Drell, so that he doesn't get uh, affected. So I move up just enough. It's gonna go up to initiative 18 as this one wolf in front of Drell goes to bite, and he's like, Rrr. he's gonna roll against. Um, almost his DC to see if he blindly attacks Drell. He rolled an eight. He's not going to attack Drell as he's not sure where anything is in this magical darkness. We're going to go over to the three wolves surrounding Menace, and they are going to go ahead and take bites on. Dirty 20. Oh my God, they're rolling so good. <laughs> take seven points of damage. Okay. 21. Oh my God. And <laughs> the third one gets an 18. Yeah, take an additional <laughs> 11 points of damage and another eight points of damage as these three wolves bully you and start to swipe. Menace is looking awful. <laughs> this workout's great. You're doing these cool things is that as they're moving, they're like swapping places as they're like dashing towards you and like just really like fucking you up right now. It's going to go to the two wolves that were following Armos. The two wolves are going to be coming up and try to sniff around the magical darkness. It does not want to get in there. It's going to use its turn to get up on this hill. We're going to move on to initiative 17, Drell. So Drell can no longer see the wolf he's fucking up because um, <laughs> it's now <laughs> covered in darkness. So he's going to look over and see Menace and... He's gonna try to run over and attack the wolves Menace's uh, fighting with. And as he runs up, he's gonna say, Menace, I'm so glad you convinced me to go on this adventure with you and kill these things. I'm having a great time. And uh, he's gonna attack um, the wolf that is uh, directly like in front of Menace. That is a 21 to hit. Yes, that hits. Uh, that is 15 damage. Hey, nice. And then I'm going to take another slash at him, and that is a 24 to hit. Uh, that is only uh, eight points of damage on the second one. 23 points of damage as you take two and deadly swipes towards him. And then I want to position myself um, after I attack him. I want to move and stand like above minute. Can I, can I stand? And like put menace between my legs or position Absolutely, myself. Absolutely, because he's a small creature. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I'll do that. So I'll stand like on top of menace, pretty much. Be like, don't, don't look at my glutes too much. 
What? What? As he's bleeding. <laughs> you take this heroic pose, this heroic angry pose over Menace as he is like almost on one knee looking really bad. So I'm going to look over at Menace and or look down at Menace since I'm standing on top of him. Be like, don't worry, little man. We'll get out of here just fine. And I'm going to use Rally as a superiority to die. Thank goodness. <laughs> and I am going to give him... I got to roll well here, hopefully. Dude, fucking perfect. Eight points of HP back. Woo. And now that is my turn. We're going to move to Menace's initiative. Menace? Uh... <laughs> so immediately he's gonna reach for the greater healing potion he just got <laughs> he's gonna use the greater healing potion as a bonus action uh so i i heal for 14 nice. uh so though even though i'm under drell there's still wolves like directly next to me essentially right yes yeah, so I, Menace is tired of the two-hand fighting, so he's going to just take out his damn javelin and start... <laughs> I need to hit these damn things. <laughs> and I'm going to hit the closest one to me with my javelin. Um, so that's a 16 to hit. That hits. And I'm going to attack twice. I'm just going to roll first. Thank goodness I have Havling Luck. My God. <laughs> this is the worst I've ever rolled in my life. I rolled two net ones in a row. <laughs> oh, mega crit fail. The first one. As a one in 100 chance. Oh my God. The first one of the podcast. First time I, this has ever happened in the podcast where I've crit oh, failed off of another one. Kind of, yeah, would just be like, oh, tough, tough noogies. But uh, I don't want to break you. No, you're fine. You just see, you oh miss horribly. God. I'm going to make fun of you forever for it. Yep. No, it's great. No, dude. He accidentally <laughs> pokes Drill in the glutes with his spear. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch where you point that thing, dude. All right. What are you doing? Four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, 12 points of damage uh, with my javelin and my swarm. And then I am going to mark uh, this wolf as my target with my favorite foe for an extra six points of damage. 20 points of damage as you start poking and slashing and throwing your little Sid-like creatures at it. Um, is that the end of your turn? Oh, yeah. Armos! It is your initiative, bud. Um, okay. I'm just gonna stick with the uh, good old Eldritch Blast. Okay. Roll to hit. First one, the one that I hit before. 23. Pretty sure that hits. That hits. And it does 10 damage to the guy and knocks him back. He is down as you blast him, and he goes flying off the little hill, but he doesn't go down. He keeps going and going and going and going and going, and he is out of there as the wolf goes flying. Nice. And then I'll hit the one that I haven't even touched yet, and I got a tw dirty 20. Ooh, neat hits. And we did five damage to him. Listen, we all got to start somewhere, right? You do five points of damage, nice. this thing gets knocked back 10 feet. And uh, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Uh, that'll be my turn. All right, we're going to move back up to my wolfy boys. And now that Drell is protecting our faithful, faithful little calf, those three wolves are going to attack Drell. Yes, finally. <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. Uh, 18. Except that. That definitely will make me bleed my own blood. Another 18. Uh, a third 18. <laughs> what? Oh, holy shit. Shit, dude. What Anyone else vote for the DM to replace his dice? Say <laughs> First attack is going to do five points of damage. Second attack is going to do 12 points of damage. And the third attack is going to do additional five points of damage. So you, everything's halved. So you get uh, 
three, three, and six. The one that is on the hill that got launched back is going to move forward on the hill and look into the darkness. It is going to start to smell the darkness and try to sniff out Armos in there. Uh, he's going to go ahead and make a perception check against his DC, and he rolled a 15. He lunges at Armos. No. Well, he, he gets disadvantaged if he's... Yeah. If he's so he high. knows where he is because of keen hearing and smell. And with a disadvantage, he rolled a 15 and a 16. Oh, wow. Well, they both hit. <laughs> <laughs> These wolves roll really well. Does eight <laughs> points of damage as this thing lands and takes a bite at you. Drell, it is your initiative. Uh, I'm going to yell out loud, Armos, I don't really know where you are, but hopefully you're having as much fun as menacing me. It's a great time. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. They just hear uh, kind of cackling from the from the darkness. <laughs> um, that is a 10 on my first one, so that is a miss. User. Um, and then my second one will be a 21 to hit. That hits. 14 points of damage. This thing drops. That is exactly what you needed. Perfect. Nice. This thing drops as you just put your axe in its head, and it does not get we're gonna move to Minus's turn. Minus, I'm immediately gonna go, Melora, please give me your aura and healing word <laughs> myself <laughs> for nine, nine health as a bonus action. Uh, <laughs> is that, does, does the healing take up a spell slot? Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a d20. I've been using spell slots this whole time. I've rolled four spells, by the way. Oh, go ahead and roll me four d20. How you missed that? <laughs> uh, they're your spells, not mine. <laughs> I said I'm casting a spell. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, two, six, three. Wow. 18. Okay. All right. Nothing happens. So the spell goes off as normal. Uh, so I heal myself and then I'm going to attack my favored foe with my javelin. Uh, 22. Does a 22 hit? Oh, let me just check my notes here. Yes. <laughs> Um, so that will be, uh, 12 points of damage, uh, plus four is 16 with the javelin hit. It drops. We're going to move initiative to Armos. Armos. Hey, that's me. That's you. Uh, we're going to Eldritch Blast the little mofo that's in the, in the darkness that I can clearly see playing as day. Oh, so. that wolf enters our domain. Ooh, and got a... 14 as About. I start laughing manic you know he's going a little manic at this point maniacally <laughs> yeah oh I got a uh, Reginald Jordan he's like ah <laughs> uh, I got a 13 on damage for that guy 13 okay you hit this thing and this thing goes flying out of the darkness and uh, I'm gonna hit him again same dude. Ooh, double tap. Okay. Double tap. Hey, that is a 25. That, Jeez. that is. Woo. And nine damage. Send that guy even farther back. Yo, you know what? <laughs> Send him out of this scene. Get him out of here. You hit him with another nine points of damage as the wolf tumbles down the hill and Reed gets back up. It's going to go back to my wolfie boys. We only have three left. Your knowledge <laughs> as the two ah. go to attack uh, Drell, the last two that are surrounding Drell and Minus. 14 misses. Second wolf goes to attack. 21. It's going to do 
Ooh, 10 points of damage. Half to five. Half to five. Okay. All right. I'm going to use a reaction to repost and hit the one that missed me. Okay. 23 to hit. That hits. That's 12 damage. This thing is looking really messed up. It's jaws okay. hanging on by a thread as you just smack them across the face with the blunt side of your axe. Rad. It's going to move to your turn, Drell. Uh, so Drell's kind of, Drell's just in the zone. He's like, I don't want to wait for my life to me. <laughs> and he's just like, it's like kind of dancing as he's like fighting. And he's just like getting hit and bit. And he's looking down at Menace, having a great time. And he's just like <laughs> looking back up at the wolves. And he's totally like misreading the situation, but it's completely fine. <laughs> Um, and that is a fuck. That's a, dude. He's two in the zone. That's only a twelve to hit. Okay. And then my second attack is a fourteen to hit. That hits right on the money, okay. baby. Twenty damage. You look at the one that's like, you look at the healthier wolf as you go to slash with twenty points of damage, and you put this wolf down. I owe you so much for inviting me on this fun trip. Yeah, isn't, isn't this a really good time? <coughs> These last two wolves are barely holding on. They have five health between the two of them. They are limping. They don't look like they're in pain. They're just unfazed by the physical damage that's by them, but they are moving very slow because of how much damage they are physically taking. And the, facts that, the fact that their bones are showing through and the beating you've been putting on these uh, wolves, you can pretty much just execute them because they are moving very slow. They're just mindlessly trying to bite you. One took one took 30 damage and the other one's at 27 and these things have 34 health. These things are pretty much dead. A drill grabs the other one that was really fucked up hanging on by a string and he grabs it with his bare hands and rips its face apart. Okay. <laughs> At this point, Menace is just like on his back panting. <laughs> <laughs> you under drill. You guys eliminate two wolves and you are out of combat. Nice. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> uh, drill helps up Menace to his feet. Now leave me. Leave me for a second. Oh. The workout really got to me. Yeah, I need to. The workout uh, was great. I can yep, totally. I Shit is out of breath right next to Menace laying on his back. I feel the <laughs> I feel the burn. Menace, your pump right now is absolutely insane. Uh, look at look, look at the pump. Uh, I feel pumped. <laughs> uh, and then after a minute, like a few minutes of like breathing really hard, Menace gets up <laughs> really slowly brushes himself off and it's kind of feeling better again. He did use like some healing and stuff. So he is feeling pretty like, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right, let's look, look at this tent. <laughs> now that like things have calmed down, I like, does it look like any other wolves are around us? Can, does it look like I can like kind of investigate this tent a little more thoroughly? Yeah, go ahead and uh, investigate the tent. That uh, will be a uh, five. You look inside the tent and you do see the remains of a dead dwarf. You're looking around his belongings. The belongings are also shredded. You can tell that whatever you just fought as you're looking at these dead wolf carcasses is probably what attacked this 
traveler here. As you look around his equipment, although destroyed, you manage to find like rations and some adventuring gear. Nothing that really sticks out. Um, his bedroll is shredded. Pretty much anything that like you would find useful is shredded. From his gear, you could tell that he was a hunter. He has a couple of bows. He has uh, some arrows, some rocks, like some snares and traps that are like tucked away in chests. Ah, uh, yes. As I'm looking through my magnifying glass, most of uh, most have died by wolf. What those things? I mean, they barely scratched us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, barely. Uh, obviously, it wouldn't take the likes of us down, but this puny one couldn't survive in a place like this so uh survival <coughs> yeah, drill is like drill has his axe and he's like stretching it he's stretching his arms and it, like over his head while he's talking to menace on the outside of the tent <laughs> so give me one second while i uh look behind the tent for more information and you just see here he <laughs> comes back nothing was behind the tent guys <laughs> reginald is looking at these squinting at them uh i'll go investigate one of the wolves and see what reginald's up to when you look at the wolf you kneel down and you can see that this thing was clearly unalive um while you were fighting it and it looks like it was controlled by other means the red crystalline rock it does not look like a, a blood shard that you're used to or anything although it's giving that presence as you're looking at the lifeless corp of this wolf um the crystalline shard that was in its head is slowly fading away and disappearing before your very eyes and the familiar feeling that you and reginald were uh sensed before is fading along with it um, mm. you look at the wolf's eyes, it's blood red eyes are fading back to gray and lifeless. And it seems to like deflate with it as it like lets out its last breath. If I take my book, smack it on the forehead, nothing happens. Okay. But I, I do it anyways, even harder. <laughs> boom, 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 and you just beating this dead wolf with <laughs> the book. <laughs> Uh, Menace has eaten his last magic fruit. <laughs> well, I mean, are we like we have downtime? Could we just take a short rest? I would love that. I would love that so much. So the three of you take a short rest. You try to make what was left of the camp your own, and you try to find a little comfort. And you move these dead wolves out of the way, so you're not smelling this this un ungodly foul smell. You guys are sitting at the destroyed camp and you are using what's left over to kind of relax and sit and get your bearings and you rest for about an hour or so. Um, as you sit, you hear this dark uh, whoosh over you again as you see the similar um, figure from before that flew over you when you were back in Nova's cart flying north again. And it lands about a mile out. Minish, you see it take a nosedive. When the three of you see this thing go into the tree line, you do see that it has a very wide wingspan and it has four legs. I need everyone to make me an intelligence check. Like a saving throw or just a, just a check? Flat intelligence check. 
I'll tell you what, you can use survival, animal handling, or history. It's an 18 for Minus. <laughs> it's an eight for Drill. Eight for me. Minus, what, wyverns have two legs, not four. And that is where we're gonna end this session. What hey. is it? You're not a wyvern. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a bird. No, Drell, it's not a bird. <laughs> it has wings, Minus, it's a bird. No, uh, many well, things have wait, wings that aren't birds. Not, wait, wait, hold on. He's not wrong. <laughs> All birds have wings. <laughs> all birds have wings. All yeah, birds. That is true. That, that means all wings are birds. It's literally science. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 wait. He's got a point. <laughs> like, Kronk is in the background. He's got a point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome to Arc 3. That was a fun episode. I like that one. It was just... That one tickled me. That's one of my favorites. That was a good time. Oh, it was a silly one. Drell had so a blast. Silly. Oh, I got to bring in one of my own characters in this one. <laughs> yeah, I knew this one very well. Uh, Nova was one of my um, characters I made up to play in a one-shot some time ago. So he's like a magic chef. It's pretty great. Uh, but yeah, thank you, everybody, for chilling and hanging out. Does anybody have any closing captions? Anybody want to say anything? our beautiful listeners roll better than i did this episode yeah. whatever yeah, you, yeah, do, you do don't roll like roll i did better than dan but also roll like tony did with his wolves how about that because i don't think yeah, tony real. tony missed like twice when he was rolling for like six fucking things Bro, those wolves have plus five to hit Fucking great. i mean i was still missing with plus seven dude so i was i was not it was not going well for me either uh, it's because I'm using the astral dice on D&D Beyond, and because I'm a subscriber, I get uh, perks. My dice are clearly weighted. Wow, you guys heard it here first. D&D Beyond has weighted dice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't at us, at them. No, uh, no but yeah, no, um, it was fun. It was a good time. I didn't. Arc 3, off off to a great start. That's what, that's what I'd love to see. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I can't wait. Listen, we're gonna talk a lot more in the after show. I just I gotta talk to Minus about yeah, I'm the not menu. Trying to say much. Yeah, we're gonna save it all <laughs> for the after show. So, uh, <laughs> hey, without that, without you know, with all that being said, if uh, you know, check out the socials. You know the deal. Go ahead and check out everything down below. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to Humbrea's Heroes. And always remember, don't let your meat loaf. Bye. First is Ulrich Shield Dust. This blacksmith spent many sleepless nights helping Dilmor get back to working order after catastrophic events burned the city to the ground. Ulrich helped many citizens build their homes and forged many new tools for Dilmor's first responders. He was offered a position at the Red Guard, but turned it down as he is currently mourning over the death of his jazzy friend Chet. That's sad. Next is Alara Dawnstar, a monk of the Astral Cranes of the Copper Mountains, who just took her first rest day in five years from her workout routine to go help the citizens of Dilmore in any way possible. Citizens were in awe as she hammered in nails with her fists. I heard she made friends with an enthusiastic blacksmith who told them tales of the Bloodshard Bandits. Artemis is new to the Sigic College crew. Uh, well, they don't go to the college, rather work security there. But congratulations on the new job. We'll see how long this one lasts as Artemis has been seen, you know, bouncing from job to job. <laughs>
I heard they just broke up a fight in the mess hall after a halfling boy made fun of a goblin girl whose parents were lost recently in a card explosion. How tragic. Also new to the Sigic College alumni is Julius Kendrick. Not much is known about this man other than rumors connecting him to dangerous cults and black magic. I don't know why, but I have a bad feeling about this new supporter. Next are Humbrea's heroes. We're going to start with Pascal Elliot, or Charcoal Darts as she's known as in the art community. Pascal took days off from her commission work to paint walls in the streets of Dilmore after hearing about what went down. Her art brought new life to the rebuilt version of the Knots. Children were enthralled by her magical moving paintings, and after a few extra days teaching their youth to paint, Pascal went back home to settle a copyright dispute after someone by the name of Just Inberger used her art without permission to advertise for their improv show. Now it is Man with Glass! Once a legendary glassblower, now infamous Rogue has been locked up for stealing hundreds of artificers tools in Humbrea. Well, they were locked up before blowing a hole in the wall with a destructive potion that he had slipped by security. If you know where Man With Glass is, please contact the Red Guard with any and all information. Alex Judge Dredd was last seen brawling in the Kambuki fighting pits. He was kicked out, however, after jumping in the ring to beat up a contestant who was fighting dirty. Witnesses report Dredd shouting things like, You have fought your last battle, and How do you like getting sand in your eyes? After pile driving the poor guy into the ground. Yikes. Joshua Weaver was indeed imprisoned after stealing tons and tons of wool north of the border, but was recently released. See, last time I thought it was one or the other, it's actually both. Apparently, after seeing the bag Josh made with all the wool that he stole, Lord Baron was so impressed, he hired Joshua on the spot to work in his labs. I wonder what kind of magical bags he's working on now. But anyways, that's all for this week's supporters. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, that would be patreon.com slash dnd404. There are lots of fun little perks you get, and it really is the best way to help our podcast because it goes to the editing cost, and that's about it. None of it has gone back to us, but that's okay because it helps us do what we love. That's all for today. <laughs>